the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. This is on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and we're ready to talk to you. We had a... Enjoying a, a, a southern breeze. Yeah, it actually feels nicer. What's the temp? I'll have to get the temp out because it doesn't <laughs> it feel as warm. when I left home. Oh, was it? 80, it doesn't 80, feel, 80, oh, yeah, it doesn't feel 80, quite as hot as it did, yeah. So I'll get the weather out and see what it is. But uh, it feels nice out here. Yeah, there is a breeze. Uh, you can see the, f- the flags are definitely moving. Did you see the flags moving? Huh? Did you see the flags moving? Yeah, from uh, the south. It's 92 right now, but it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> uh, but 210-308-8867 is our number. You can come by or call. You would have you appreciated the conversation we had. I don't know if they can hear me or not. If they're uh, listening afterwards, a, a, a couple came up, and they were looking for a pallet of sod, and they had a beautiful German shepherd with them, and uh, it was the couple and their little boy, and um, <laughs> they uh, they said, uh, you know, the, the Millburgers folks were talking to them, and uh, they were trying to decide on the grass. I think the dog was the deciding thing, uh, his son and dog, and... Um, the little boy said he loves to run in the grass, kind of cheerfully, and then with a downer, kind of went, "He's ruined our lawn." <laughs> <laughs> the kid's smart. Yeah, uh, so out of the mouths of babes. Yeah. So I, I think that um, I think that they su- do this. suggested a small, a, uh, a small dog. Yeah, the German Shepherd's a big old dog. Well, and unfortunately. <laughs> uh, too often that 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 solution is to get new sod, which is not not a not yeah. a solution, oh. because they, they're the same same path. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cool. now I guess you could go uh, depending on your conditions. Uh, you you've got some grasses that are much more t- uh, traffic tolerant than mm-hmm. than San Augustine. Well, so okay. That, so let's say let's say shade isn't an issue. What's the most tolerant? The traffic tolerant grass, Bermuda, or Bermuda. and then second is zoysia. Oh, okay. And then if you've got but, shade, uh, but you know, <laughs> I think everybody has some shade. Yeah, but it's weird. I've pointed this out, and Calvin agrees with me. I'll throw Calvin right under the bus. Oh man! In neighbor in in the the homes of our neighbors, where they've got a big old oak tree, the prettiest part of the and I I think St. Augustine. 
Yeah. The biggest, the nicest part of their yard, the greenest part of their yard, is the one that seems to get shade from that oak tree. Well, in this kind of weather. Okay. Now, if you're in a if you're in a rainy uh, day, I mean a rainy season, and there's uh, sun is the is the issue. Which, if you remember, too, uh, when Jerry and I are talking about the, uh, getting something from the wholesale producers, they, mm-hmm. need, they need the sun. Or, you know, it's, it's going to be two weeks late because they're not getting enough sun. Oh, okay. That's a, the, not quite that bad in the lawn, but it is. some years the uh, best-looking part of the lawn is the part that's out in the sun if you've got access to water. So I was wondering if it's an uh, evaporation or moisture issue that maybe with a big canopy over the that the oak gives that it kind of no you're shaking your head no I, th- I thought maybe gotta, it helped the moisture stay there because you got a fifty foot plant with all those leaves oh oh it's sucking up all the moisture okay <laughs> and then and we and uh, the other thing is think about how much soil we got maybe. Four inches. Right. That would be wonderful in my yard if I had four inches. (laughs) But, you know, if you're in uh, Kentucky or in Minnesota and you got uh, uh, two feet or six six feet of organic soil, (laughs) then then that becomes less of of an issue. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I have another. I have a a watering story. Uh Uh-oh. I I don't know if I should save it for when we talk about the... the, um, Column. No, the sprinkler, the uh, oh, tree hugger sprinkler. Tree hugger sprinkler. So I tried something uh, uh, different on our watering day today. I'll just say it. I can say it again when, when we do the, the thing. And so I, this is this is a pain in the butt to do, I will tell you. But so, you know, I, uh, we started with our time period for our sprinkler. I put the tree hugger out there. Let it go. Not full blast, but medium. So it just kind of maybe going out maybe a foot, maybe a foot and a half from the sprinkler. Okay. And then gave it 15 minutes, and I moved it. And gave it 15 minutes, and I moved it. And gave it 15 minutes, and I moved it. Kind of in a line like you were, you know, doing it. And then uh, I assume this is okay. Uh, and then, uh, you know, that by this time it's dark, and so I'm still moving it. I can't really see. <laughs> and then in the morning... It looks great. It's nice and green, and you're walking on it. It doesn't feel crunchy. Uh, and then it's held out pretty well for the entire week. Um, just that one watering for yeah. 15 minutes? Yeah, and I'm thinking that maybe it had to do with the fact that, that you know, because normally I'm using the, the one that goes back and forth, and I think yeah. there's a lot of waste in that, so maybe it doesn't go deep as deep into the soil as the tree hugger did, or something. No, the, the when it's going uh, pulsate, not pulsating. Uh, that's a type of yeah. It's kind of like a, a wave, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it uh, I forget what they call it, but anyway, uh, it it also loses water to evaporation. Evaporation because it shoots it up in the air. Yeah, this, this the hugger, tree hugger doesn't shoot it up in the air. Just a smidge, like maybe a foot. Yeah. But right. if, you're, if you're watering in the evening, too. Oh, you think the evening makes a difference? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Very little evaporation in the evening. So, really, a lot of it is getting to maybe the little soil that I do have is getting saturated. Well, and, and, and you, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're, if you're getting real 
uh, elaborate and uh, uh, in, in, in trying to match the conditions. If you've got only got two inches of soil, really uh, 15 minutes may be all you need. Yes, yeah, so everything fill, else could fill be. the soil. Ooh, that's cool. But most of the times, if you only got two inches of soil, it's, it's, awful, it's compacted or it's got rocks in there, too, so it's not penetrating. But if it does, you know, some t- sometimes you can fill up or, or at least fill, yeah, fill that reservoir with more likely to fill it with 15 minutes. But, yeah. you know, 30 minutes is even better. 30 minutes oh, is pretty reasonable man. for two inches. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> the, the only trouble was I set my watch, got a little stopwatch. Every 15 minutes I was there you go. stopping the TV show that we were watching, going out there, oh, moving yeah, it, and come back a, in. Well, I've got, I've got a, a neighbor that... Um, well, they when they when they walk their uh, baby and their dog, they turn <laughs> they turn the they don't have a, a sprinkler or anything. They just got a nozzle, and w- w- the nozzle kind of disperses the water, and they just oh. they just move it. It's a, each day has got a different site <laughs> that they they put it on, huh. and then that's amazing how has that worked uh, well? Yeah, in terms of green, yeah. But they never get ahead, you know. When it's yeah. a, when it's 105. Degrees. Yeah, I imagine it's hard to get ahead. But uh, you know, we ought to do a a show, and maybe we can if we uh, if I haven't prepared y'all. But on best watering practices, like best sprinklers to use, um, best time of day, because people do ask that a lot. Whether it's better to do it in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, um, I kind of assumed. Uh, I thought I've heard people say, and this could have just come to me in a dream, <laughs> that mornings were better from the fungus standpoint. Oh yeah. Okay, so there's a, there's well, a, there's a law uh, too, uh, uh, Milton. What? You can only in in San Antonio. You can only. And it depends on when, which uh, state of the regulations are in, but you can only go from seven to eleven. Right. So you either go seven to eleven in the morning. Or 7 to 11 to the evening, right? Yeah, on your day. Yeah, on my day. So that's what I did. But I went 7 to 11 in the evening. But it sounded, and that, and you made it sound like that was the, the best thing to do. Um, but, uh, well, the morning, the back in the old days when we had rain. Yeah, I remember water, that. Moisture. They, they said water in the morning so the plants will have time to dry off. Uh, to combat the uh, fungus disease. Yeah, I remember. That's I guess what I heard. Yeah, you heard right. Okay, so I should. And you remembered right. Okay, but isn't <laughs> it hot enough that that's still going to dry that lawn? It's yeah, pretty hot. Even in the evening. No, well, mm. not as fast as it okay. would in the morning. Okay, and hot sun. Well, and you, you know, on like so even you've got a little bit of soil. Even San Augustine grass in this kind of conditions can still survive if it gets some water every three weeks. So yeah, yeah ours needs some help, and there's doesn't look <laughs> it doesn't look pretty. I, I was no survives. I, I uh, you know I'm not a big fan of watering things. I think yeah that, we noticed I, that. I, I think the term for years that a horticulturist call that is lazy. <laughs> I think that may be it. That's uh, it. Yeah. But uh, I'm forgetful. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is if it's 
you know, our day is Monday, so if all of a sudden it's, you know, <laughs> 8 o'clock on Monday night, it's like, ah, <laughs> I forgot. So. And it's, it's amazing me. I'm, I'm getting uh, getting these pictures of uh, turf grass. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, why is my grass <laughs> brown <laughs> like this? <laughs> is it a fungus or is it the grubs? <laughs> yeah, how, how often do you water? Once a week for thirty minutes you know, on a sprinkler system. I think maybe you're you're being water. nicer. Yeah. I think if I remember Jerry's suggestion was if you can't figure it out, go out at about four o'clock, yeah. stand there for a while, <laughs> and it'll come to you after about twenty minutes as to why your grass is that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And it's interesting, the hottest time of the day is after 4 o'clock. Yeah, it is. It's from 5 or 6 o'clock. Yeah. And it, at 9 o'clock, it's 90 degrees. Yep. So I have a, you don't have to worry about the grass uh, staying wet too long. I have a, a new theory, which is that you should, I'm only going to walk the dog. This, does, this has not worked, but only going to walk the dog between 8 and 8, and that's 8 p.m., and 8 a.m. because it's actually cooler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're right in the morning. It's you got a little bit of a window there, but yeah, it starts getting hot. I went walking this morning from 10 to 11 in McAllister Park, and it wasn't bad. But by 11 o'clock, it was like, okay, it's hot. <laughs> well, so, I've told you everything now, but it's okay. Because <laughs> Mark said the best sprinkler that he oh, liked was it. What's that? He didn't. Just, I don't think Mark will have to call and defend himself if this is wrong. But I don't think he liked the pulsating ones. What did he like? I think he liked. Do you remember when he was talking about that? It was the kind that kind of sits there and just does a little bit of a, you know. Um, well, he, li- he like liked the, the, the whirly bird one. I think he liked. Oh, I don't know. I, I always. He said it get bigger drops. He thought, oh yeah, he liked the big drops and close to the ground. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's those. right too. You can adjust those to. Lower. Yeah, I bet I could kind of accomplish something similar with the grass. Anyway, not with the. But there's still people. A lot of people, even pretty good gardeners, that are using those. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. swing sprinklers, and uh, and in the in the wind. <laughs> you know, you can almost... You're doing the neighbor. Yeah, you can yeah. almost... Uh, you can say, well, yeah, I can see the 50% that's lost to the wind. Wow, is it really 50%? Oh, gosh, it can be even oh, more. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, when the wind blows. Yeah, the wind we've been having. Between evaporation and uh, misplaced. So your favorite sprinklers are the pulsating ones, right? You For for grass, for yards. Well, I, like, I like those that oh, just like... Kind of the that's fine, but just yeah. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Good. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Good night. Straight, straight, rather than than upward. Oh, okay. Not not very far. I drove by a business that shall remain nameless, and they didn't have a pulsating one. I guess it maybe it was a little bit, but it seemed to shoot really far out. And I noticed in looking at the uh, their turf, where it was green, was where it was hitting, not where not between the sprinkler yeah, yeah. and where it was hitting. That's quite often a problem. Yeah. That so was... they had these big spots of green. 
Yeah. But nothing in between. <laughs> well, we did, uh, back when we were doing these uh, turf grass and sprinkler evaluations, The uh, it was so- something like 70% of the sprinklers were inefficient in terms of oh. as mu- much variation as uh, 30%. Effective between thirty percent and seventy percent effective, and that and then then a huge and a large majority of those were in that range rather mm. than no, nothing was all ninety percent. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try my uh, my system again this week and on Monday, and I'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> the uh, my little just a little bit of water over the sides for about fifteen. I'll go. I'm going to go for twenty. I'm not going to go for 30. I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. I'm just telling you, I can't go there. But I am going to go for, I'll, I'll go for 20 and see if that makes it. I'm not even sure where my lawn sprinklers are anymore. I oh. thought it's been years since Well, you I, have a, a system, don't you, That I or did I, I kill I've it? I've got a system, but I don't use it on the lawn anymore. Oh, since, since the accident? Accident? When I was doing how to air oh, your no. lawn? <laughs> just, to say, just to say, well, I have... Kind of have made the choice that uh, and I use I use a significant amount of water for the garden. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you let yeah. the lawn kind of yeah, take care of itself. That, yeah. re- that reminds me of, of my mother. Uh, they don't people don't water much in Tennessee. They've got deep soil and they get rain. Well, don't they? Don't they have uh, bluegrass too? Yeah, they can yeah. have blue some bluegrass. Yeah. And then if it's if it's like, uh, well, we had Bermuda, Minnesota. You know, you kind of got a lot of soils, so mm-hmm. huge reservoir, and then you get <laughs> reg, regular uh, rainfall. Yeah, uh, hmm. that'd be nice. I had planted some uh, flowers in my mother's front flower bed, and so I was going to water it in. Uh, we got great water and uh, lots of it. But I was going to water it in. I said, Mother, where's your sprinkler? She looked at me. What? I said, your sprinkler that you water the lawn with. She said, I don't water the lawn. Well, you don't, when you water the lawn, it grows. Oh, she didn't. Okay. She has to mow it. I haven't had to mow my lawn. <laughs> and they, they, uh, uh, and when it, it's usually rainy so much, that they can't get out to mow the grass, and it's usually a problem. Uh, when when we were mowing, we got the opportunity to mow the lawns. Oh, is that how they explained it to you? Yeah, uh, when we when we were in high school, and if you if you look if you look at people's lawns, when when they when they're mowing, they have a real problem. Uh, that was before they had mulching mowers, and they had a real problem of leaving streaks yeah, either of the mowed grass. And uh, then then we'd have to have the opportunity to rake, rake that grass. Up. Well, you had a lot of opportunities. I know it. You we were did. full of opportunities. Um, hey, uh, Trace, someone, Trace is on the porch with us. I hate to tell you it's 20 after but we're gonna we're gonna talk for a few minutes and, <laughs> and then we'll take a break but uh they were looking for sod so we're kind of focusing on watering inside i had a a cool experience with my tree hugger sprinkler and our grass in our yard that was very positive 
I can't hear you. Where are you? Um, okay, try again. No. Oh, let me try this. That's better. Oh, there you All right, so where you put the sprinkler, it's green, and where you didn't, it's not. But I kept moving the sprinkler every 15 minutes. Ah, okay. So, yeah. So watching, uh, we were watching a TV show. That becomes... My wife is very patient because I would run out to the, you know, 15 minutes, and then I'd run out to the yard, turn out, I'd pause the TV, and run out to the yard and, and move it, you know, and so I kept trying to hit. So I think I did that for two she's, hours. She's used to you. She so, probably so expected you. She was shocked I was watering the yard. Yeah. But what I hear is you got to fast forward through the commercials. Uh, no, we were streaming. We were watching something on Amazon Prime. All right. So what you do is... You, when this, this is okay, I, I'm, I'm kind of lying a little bit. It wasn't exactly 15. What I do is I wait for the stopwatch to go off, and then I would wait for a natural break in the show, which was generally about another minute or so. Then I'd pause. I'd create our own commercials. So, uh, yeah, but they were asking about Saad. They had a German Shepherd. Maybe you saw them. Um, <laughs> but we have Saad still? We, we do. Okay. About Very eight, cool. 18, 19 pallets. Oh my goodness! Okay, you want to give a? Do we have time for him to give a, qu- a quick summary of? Give what, us a quick summary of how the sod of how the sod b- buying it works here. Buying it works here, you know. Well, if you want something special, we need a forty-eight hour notice or better. Okay. Uh, with the heat, we're only bringing the grass in for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, you pre-order again, forty-eight hours notice. We bring it in fresh for you. Uh, obviously, you want to pick it up. ASAP that day, get it laid, uh, watered, and rolled as fast as possible. Today, all, all uh, your soil prep should be done before you even order your grass. Do you have, uh, in the old days, you had rollers. Do you still have to offer the rollers? How do they get the rollers? Uh, not from us. Uh, apparently, a lot of them never came back. So oh. um, <laughs> we, uh, we don't do rollers anymore. But pretty much every rental place that I've seen does. And it, all, all it is is a drum with a handle on it. You, you get it home, you fill it up with water. That gives it the weight. You press the grass into the ground because you got to get the air pockets out. Yeah, you don't want to underestimate how important that is. Yeah, that is, that is That is the most critical thing when laying grass that everybody skips. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you look at a big patch of grass that got laid, every fourth or fifth piece is dead, that piece never got good soil-to-soil contact. So... Picture a peanut butter sandwich and how you can squish the bread together and it all acts as one with the peanut butter, wherever you, wherever your fingers were. Where does the jelly go? I, I didn't say anything about jelly. <laughs> I kind of like bologna with the peanut butter. Oh, okay. uh, Trace, <laughs> you have to be difficult. You have doing this, you've been doing this show long enough to know don't use uh, <laughs> food. Uh, yeah, don't use examples that include food. <laughs> they will get distracted. Oh, he, now, now that he's lost so much weight, I guess he, uh, <laughs> But yes, go ahead, Trace. Um, well, that's, I mean, that's that's it. So in a nutshell, now they can. What, what, what about the, the the Friday when they just want to fill some okay, so problems? Or, we pre-sell as much as we can. Some days there's a little more left to sell off by pieces and pallets than others. So obviously today is one of those days. We have plenty for pieces and for pallets. Um, so we have to buy whole trucks, otherwise the freight's not. Oh, that makes doesn't, sense. You know. Doesn't work work out. So. Uh, and you, do you still have some of that super grass? 
Pro Vista is a special order. Okay, so, so four, it, 48 hours notice or better. Does it come out of Bay City, too? Yes. Okay. Arthur, Arthur Milberger. Okay. Uh, along with Scott. Scott owns the patent on it. Yeah, right. Can you do um, that 48 hours? So let's say they call today, but they want to pick it up next Saturday. Will that sure. work? You bet. Okay, good. That's good. As long as the well, day we're bringing grass. Well, we can talk about Pro Vista. it rain. If it rains. Oh, then. Then we're all out of luck. Okay. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll, I don't want to hope it rains now that you've planted that seed, no pun intended. Um, you don't want to not, are you going to argue against rain now? No, 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 but, you know. <laughs> he has one, one successful sprinkling of experience. So yeah, I know, no, no. All right, <laughs> we'll talk about that and more in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. I used to run for cover when it came. But since I let it strike me, I've never looked in lightning quite the same. Now I pray for rain. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, you want to know the definition of irritating? I'm gonna, this, I'll give you an example. I'm assuming it's left and right of you. <laughs> oh, nice, nice job. Uh, the uh, so, and I bet you someone else has had this experience too. I was talking to somebody at a tech support uh, place. Uh, could you was, understand them? What's that? I could understand them. Okay. Yes, uh, and um, I'm trying to remember. I guess this was Wednesday. Yeah, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Anyway, I can't remember precisely. But uh, they, uh, in the middle of the conversation, where they. They said, um, <laughs> this this was irritating, but it wasn't their fault. They said, hang on a second. They went away, and they didn't come back. And it was just silent and silent. So if after five, ten minutes, I'm like, I don't think they're ever coming back. And so I called again. They said, oh, you were talking to Scott. And they put me back through to Scott. He said, I'm so sorry. It is pouring down rain here. And we just lost power for a second, so you got cut off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I said, where are you? Oh, we're in Houston. Uh, send a little, just a smidge our way. Where are you, San Antonio? Yeah, so he even guessed where I was. So anyway, uh, yeah, apparently they got some rain in Houston. So we, we, some of our listeners along the way must have gotten rain. You can call us at 210-308-8867 and share your rain stories. But call us at that number right now. And ask your gardening questions. We got three gardening experts. People uh, having dog on grass problems? No, the uh, Millburgers employee helped them. Oh, did he? Yes. You and didn't use my saying about dogs? About what? Only get a yard is. Oh, no, I did not use your. <laughs> Never mind. I knew it would come to you. Yeah, that, that I remember. That, that. Little, that little boy would appreciate it. He will. I think he loved the dog. Uh. <laughs> I think didn't, he didn't love what the dog was doing. Well, I, I love our dogs, too. And uh, I have heard complaints too about people who have yards and dogs oh, about yeah. the dogs peeing. I don't. I, it's always female. Issue in the in the north where you had uh, frozen. But I, <laughs> of all the dogs I've had, and, and the gardens and lawns here for thirty plus years, I've never seen a. Yeah, I've never seen anything with our dog. Either, but people swear by it. Yeah, they say it's always the female. No. Okay. I've, ne- I've never had any. Well, I've, I guess well, we've had fem- some males, but you mostly have females. females yeah. So now you mentioned the north. Do the dogs 
peeing on a frozen plant kill it? In, Damage it? Yeah, like a, a perennial or on the turf. Where they had their favorite peeing spots. Yeah. And where the ground was frozen. Yeah. So they'd go there, and then you would have that. It would big be dead, warm. The, the urine is warm. The big dead air. There'd be a <laughs> big <Trace>. dead air. <laughs> what the heck did I step into? What, what did I miss? Yeah, we're, we're talking about the. Uh, I was saying that someone else complained to me about their, about their turf, and they've got a dog, and it wasn't the tracks, it was the dog kept peeing. And well, so it kept, it kept ruining the yard, they thought. See, but I they, they disagree with it. I never see that. So, yes. Uh, and I don't know how many of y'all remember this. My wife used to run a animal Oh, yeah, hospital. that's right. So, and I don't know how to say this politely. I'm sure we can say it on the radio. But when you pee, yes. sometimes it's yellow, sometimes it's clear. Yeah. When it's yellow, it's got more salt and stuff in it. Oh, okay. So that salt kills. So there... And talk to your veterinarian. This is not my advice. But uh, realistically, my understanding, there are pills that the dog can take that make them want to drink more water. Oh. And because they drink more water, their pee is not as potent. Yeah, my doctor gives me some of those. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> well, there you go. You, I'm you, taking a pill. So now you're taking yeah, but dog you're... pills? Come on. What's your doctor doing to you? Now, he may be taking the other. For diabetes, you take the sugar-intercepting pills there that, you that go. make your urine oh, okay. much more potent. There you go. So yeah. my my answer is those areas, again, the salt's there. It's going to be hard to grow stuff. So Medina Plus. Okay. And regularly will help break down, have the microbes in the soil break down that uh, salty urine faster. Oh, okay. So it still may take, well, it will take some time, but you can yeah. reverse the process. I have this. We have a call on the line. We'll go to him in just a second. I have this feeling Jerry's going to call us up one week and go, hey, guys, uh, y'all, y'all need to get somebody else to do the show. i got to get my Parvo shot. My doc says I'm behind in the Parvo shot, and i got to get i got a story about that. I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Marty is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Marty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay. I, I give you guys credit. I always get informed on something I didn't know, but I always get a chuckle as well. Good. <laughs> well, we're glad. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. I have a lemon tree that's uh, two years old. And it's in a, a flower pot, but I want to transplant it to uh, uh, probably a whiskey barrel or a 20-gallon uh, container. I haven't okay. decided if, if I'm going to get the whiskey barrel or a plastic one, but, you know, make sure it has openings that, that uh, it can drip. And I was wondering when is a good time that I can uh, transplant it. Do it. Uh, Any, now or you should want. I wait till the Oh, till the fall. Any anytime you want, but the smaller the pot, the easier it is to relocate if and when it gets cold. Okay. Because we are expecting a cold front next Sunday. It's going to be ninety-nine. Oh wow! Well, there you go. <laughs> wow! I better get my now. Get now my on the other out. hand, the smaller the container is, the more you got to water it yep. and watch it. Double-edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but uh, the way we our weather has been, it really is an advantage if you got can pick it up and transport it into so where there's protection from the cold. Yeah. Right. I used, I used yeah. to put heavy duty uh coasters on my on my whiskey barrels. Yeah. And then there's and then you right. can just roll them in. And there I, on the internet there's about I think about 50 people that show, have the 
And I think Trace is an advocate for this, too, with the mower bottoms, with yep. the wheels. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. People are always throwing away mowers. Uh, right. Take the motor off, weld a plate on the top, and it's a permanent dolly. Okay. Now, I have one, one other question, if I could ask it. Um, I have a, a newly planted tree, and uh, I'm contemplating on getting that tree hugger uh, sprinkler. You're and a good so, man. Uh, how many, how much do I... Uh, water that tree how many times can i water it per, per week so plant plants sweat similarly to us so the hotter it is the more water and more often the cooler it is the less water the less often and wind makes a difference as well and there's an article today or yeah in the express news that mm-hmm. brings up we've we've had a running discussion between jerry and i <laughs> neil sperry and mark peterson <laughs> And uh, trace about how many, uh, how much you have to water it, and how you determine if you're getting successful watering. But so that article right. kind of covers it. Mark Peterson would say the first week you water it three times, and uh, um, Neil and Jerry uh, say every other day. And um, I, I had a, I had a contention that if you uh, you water it as enough to get down to the drip bottom of the uh, uh, root ball. Okay. So, okay. Uh, if it, if it's well drained, you can't you can't basically can't over over water, especially in this kind of conditions. I right. can't be- I can't believe you wrote this for slightly older plantings. Uh, I think it's Mark Peterson you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, he he. Uh, Applied to the slightly older planting, he suggests that the same amount of water be applied to the root ball once per week so it penetrates four to six inches. He okay. recommends poking into the soil with a screwdriver to determine how far the moisture is penetrated. Yeah, his contention okay. is my finger... And, you, and you, it's your argument too is in our soil it's very difficult to penetrate with I can't, right. I, I can't penetrate four to six inches yeah. I can barely penetrate Mark, two Mark inches is, Mark is saying that it's pretty clear if you got a, a good sized screwdriver if, if right, in fact so I, got, I gotta play devil's advocate if you punch a bunch of holes six inches deep every time you water that water is going to go six inches deep in those hole areas so if you keep checking it like that uh, may, maybe you're going to get an accurate reading. Maybe you're not. Well, I I think if you uh, get it to penetrate in just a little in the screwdriver hole six inches, that it's an advantage. <laughs> it, it w- that will help. It'll get yeah. the water deeper. So I yeah. I would go even deeper if I could. Yeah. Okay. I would use I use the tree hooker, and I took some pictures. I'm going to write an article about it. I used took some pictures uh, yesterday. Uh, I always wait to the hottest time of the day to go out take to of course. I stagger out there, and uh, they drag me <laughs> back in the house. Of course, you stagger when it's, it's cool. Well, that's here. true. Too. But uh, I only let I let the tree hugger go about uh, about that high. Oh, what is that? Three, inch. four inches? Uh, inch that, and a half? That's like two. Okay. Two. How long? If you go to yeah. top of finger, bottom finger, maybe three. Okay. Okay. But about two inches high, the sprinkler. Right. And it never runs off. 
three or four hours. Oh, well, see, okay, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's good penetration. Yeah. But it, it's rocky soil. But you right. know what we're... So to get it to penetrate, you have to yeah. apply we, it very slowly. When it, the responses we're getting from our listeners, they, uh, they in terms of, uh, they, they talk about free, watering frequently, but then they talk about a 20-minute watering or a or a, a 30 mm. minute uh, twice a week and that that may not be enough yeah right depends on how high they have it so my answer is make a berm yep fill that berm up all the way to the top let it soak right. in guess who also recommends you do that four maybe five times because water takes the path of least resistance so the first time or two the water is going around the root ball in the tree it's right. third third fourth and fifth that actually water the tree, hmm. unless you're doing it slow, like uh, like Jerry's uh, idea with the uh, tree hugger. Tree hugger. Okay. Does that sound okay, Marty? That sounds okay. You guys hey, Marty, when, right? when you yeah. why don't you get that column, and then uh, uh, keep keep track of how it, how what you decide on and how it works, and then you can report and uh, get one, and try another one with a vote. Try all the versions. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Don't limit you go. yourself okay, to one right. and then see what works okay. best for you. Okay. Well, you guys right, are sir. great. Now, really, thank you. Great help, okay? Thanks, Have a man. Great day. Thank you for hey, the nice care. words. 210-308-8867. John is on the line. Hey there, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Hey, guys. Uh, I got a question about um, escarpment cherry trees. I picked some seeds on some on my place, and I was considering trying to And uh, I wondered if uh, they need to go in the refrigerator till the spring, or what is the what is y'all's thought on that? Escarpment cherry? No, you you kind yeah. of broke up just a little bit. Did everybody I, hear it, or do you want them to repeat that? I take it that's the cherry in the hill country, so right? Cherry, yeah, yeah, cherry Barbados. That, yeah, I think. That, that's right. That's right. It's an escar- it's called an escarpment cherry. It's it's native to the hill country, and that's where I'm at. And, it's uh, black, right? It ripens. Say black. what? It ripens black, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. They're kind of uh, they're turning to orange now, and yellow to orange, and this and that. Most of the time, I never get any because the wildlife gets them all. <laughs> this is the first time. Let them have it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to only use. Talk to you. The only use a couple of years ago. Making jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I talked to y'all before, and I, I, I was going to try to air layer them and, to get some started. And the fire ants got into every package because it was so dry, and they went after the moisture, I guess. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. I got some seed, and I'm wondering if I ought to ought to maybe just plant some now and put the rest in the refrigerator till spring, or if they all need to go. You know, through a chilling period or what? I don't think. Well, it, where did, 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 do up, any of them down. do any of them sprout? Oh, you're killing me. Do, do any uh, what sprout? I mean, uh, do they na- naturally sprout in the hill country there by the parents? Yeah, homes? yeah, yeah. Birds and whatever carry them around, and they they're you know they're all over where the goats haven't wiped them out. But the Why places that were overgrazed with goats, they kind of kicked them back. Uh-huh. Why don't Why don't you just? Uh, Dig some up, some small ones up. The I well, mean, the deer usually eat them. Yeah, yeah, I can't find any small ones. And let me tell you, in this fragile, I'm on the Edwards Recharge, 
and yeah. you know what that is. It's little to no soil, and you try to dig something up, and it just it don't work out. Yeah. So, uh, so there's no, there's not, it's not like uh, uh, Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh, the yeah, Texas Mountain Laurel Wood. Yeah. Seedling. Yeah, no, no. Uh-uh. this is a this is a droop kind of plant. You know, like a like a cherry, but it's yeah. a bitty. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, one one thing, uh, one tip for digging things up uh, in in the hill country is uh, do it pretty quick. The deer will eat it, and then uh, after a heavy rain, I guess we have a heavy rain once again. Sometime, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, then go out and just pull them up. Well, we we've also By got a, we've also got a trained forester here. He's talking about escarpment uh, cherry. Can he plant them by seed? Yes. Okay. Put on the stuff. Put on your headphones, too. Okay. So you can hear. Yes. Yes. Gosh, my Milton's really asserting himself. You know how this is done, Mark. Don't make me come over this table. Okay. Yes, sir. So So can you plant them by seed? Yes. Uh, It's real hard to find the seed because... All the animals are, are when, it, when it gets ripe, they, they yeah. go for it. Tell me about it. I've been trying for years, and I finally found a tree with some on it. I scarfed up probably two or three hundred of them. Okay. And uh, so I'm just trying to figure if I should plant now or hold them in the refrigerator till the spring, or if there's some kind of process. You know, some of them got to go through a bird's gut, uh, whatever, <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, it's hard do, to do get you them. Have it, do you have any small children? Like, Look out now! Run it through them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then put me some cheesecloth on a five-gallon bucket, I guess, huh? There you go. That'll work. Yeah, that sounds like a plan, Jerry. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, bring but, it over. Well, you help me start shift it out. Uh, we need to focus now because we yeah, got to get break. this answered so we can. More, yeah, more. The, the answer to your question is yes. And, um, the. Well, well, I, I just use a little bit of weak vinegar, apple cider vinegar, and kind yeah. of get the sea coat. Yeah. Uh, but it's so, probably standard that you should probably scare. I mean, uh, stratify them. Yeah, most, uh, 30, most thirty to sixty days in the in the crisper. True cherries. Okay. Uh, need to be stratified. But yeah, well, uh, I, I don't I, know I, if I these do, do or not. I wouldn't. Right. We shouldn't hurt them though. In the, in yeah. the, no, 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 no. And then yeah. just think, okay. How long is winter in the hill country? Yeah, and that's about as long as you put you, you, you put them in. I mean, the paper this bag. year? No, well, I put them in a Ziploc bag. Put them in no. a Ziploc bag, no. dry. Put them in no. what? No paper bag. Paper bag, okay. Always paper. And then bag. In the got you. All right. Well, I can handle that. Well, I'm going to do right. it. I'll I'll ultimately give you a report. Yeah, that sounds good. good. Thanks, John. Yeah, right, we got Thank you. You, you take care. We got to take a quick break and come back in a moment. We'll talk to Mark, who probably came here because he heard his name used. I <laughs> know uh, he's got the <laughs> the radio goes off. There's a little alarm. Well, it might be. Oh, he might have came here because he was mentioned in the article. Maybe, oh, maybe he so. Like that. All right, we'll find out why in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. That nice young preacher, brother Taylor, dropped by today. Sunday. Oh, by the way, up on Choctaw Ridge, 
when she and Billy Joe was throwing something off the Tallahatchie Bridge. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And no one can tell me what they were throwing off that bridge. Oh, oh yeah? Implied. A baby. Was it, that? It was always implied it was a baby. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I thought. But you don't, how do you know that? We don't. Okay, we, that's we, your, your, your. Oh, it, we infer that. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. Mark Peterson, song historian and uh, Saws Conservation. Forrester. 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 He has a lot of titles. What title would you like to talk about Oh, I have the new one. Uh, Somebody gave it to me two days ago. Oh, good. Well, congratulations. Waterlord. Waterlord. Wow. That's going to be a new movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mark Peterson is Waterlord. Well, what's going on, Waterlord? There's a there's a giant swallowtail right there. Ah. Was, ah. Oh, uh, so, so well, the, this you... morning I was out hunting, hunting water violators. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's my law and order thing. We need to get. We got to get. I, I don't know. To, something. We, we've been talking about that for a couple of days. Has, any, has anybody out. called the police on you yet? What? No, uh, well, I'm a co- well, some of my coworkers, but not the police. They'd stop them with big vehicles. I had a friend. Oh, yeah, you're okay. Oh, okay. You're okay. Oh, but I mean, uh, when you, the enforcement uh, saws ply, and uh, but it, but it was uh, some people got real irritated by it. Yeah. And so you would, so you would, some would look on it as an invasion of their privacy. Mm. Yeah, we we try to uh, use our vehicles, uh, staff vehicles. I was a little lazy this morning and didn't get one. Um, yeah, I have to go all the way. I have to go difference. all the way in the work and and then go all the way to Stone Oak and Timberwood mm. Park. That's where I was looking for. But that's that's right. That makes a big difference, I think, yeah. and that's a real advantage. So other than my beat up Camry, then. Then big car, big trucks like to pick on me. Oh, yeah, no. All so, right. Anyway, so yeah, let's get back. So let's so get this back morning to you were practicing. I, I was. I water would, law and order. Yes, I was. Dum, dum. Dum, dum. Um, so, uh, so we're talking about uh, Calvin's article. Yeah, it was a good article. He got everybody in there. Uh, but the main the main point is, no matter how you do it, no matter how you check it, make sure that the root ball. Root ball is wet. I'm not going to allow somebody else to talk about wet balls. Oh, okay. Root ball has to be thoroughly soaked on the day it's planting and then maintained for the first uh, three or four months. So um, then I I recommend three times a week for the first month and then two times a week for the last second month and then one time a week for the last month. And the same uh, one of his his unique uh, issues is that you – the same amount of water. Right. So you get that. You're, you're likely frequent watering, and then you just do it yeah. once a week eventually, then then it's still penetrating. Yeah, so, so it's the uh, first week of the first month, the amount of water is the same as the first week of the last month. Right. So, so what the idea is, for all plants, they like light, frequent, gradually changing into infrequent, deeper, uh, as the root root expands. Uh, initially, though, the only roots in the ground are on the root ball. Okay. So you got to keep them. You know what we're we're seeing? Well moisturized. There you go. Nice. We've talked we've talked about uh, hollies and uh, 
um, even I think viburnum are in the same category. Oh, they were showing uh, they really don't uh, alert you or warn you, and they're. Uh, I know Neil's Neil's been getting a lot of uh, oh, yeah. questions, and then uh, I've been getting some too from. Uh, you know, they just send you the picture, and it it's an all collapsed. Uh, the holly's all collapsed. And then, then it's pretty tough. You got to say, well, my my answer always is, uh, go ahead and water it generously, but I'm afraid it's not going to do any good. Mm-hmm. And that's that's. Uh, I think a lot of times though it uh, survives. There's around sometimes yeah. around the edges, and there's some yeah. of the, some of the it, stems that survive. Yeah, the research is real clear on both shrubs and trees. If you don't water well initially then, yeah, the plant survives, but it never does really well for its life. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we, you, yeah, no, no, we, can, we can keep talking after the, we get cu- people caught up with the news, but we need to take a quick break. Our phone number is 210-7-TOLL-FREE, 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, and uh, we'd love to talk with you. we got Mark here, Trace as well. Plus, Dr. Finch and Dr. Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment with more on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Mark, did you, did you want to respond? I don't know if you heard us earlier. We were talking about me and my... Uh, Hover sprinkler experience. Oh, you like the the whirly bird? So, yes, that's what I said. I like the metal, three-armed, yellow, painted sprinkler. That was my choice. That kind of goes back a while. I know it does. What is is that? How how well do the tractors work? You know, the tractors that have the little... Tractors. Belgium horses and Percherons. That's the best. Uh Huh? We just mentioned a tractor. I'm oh. like going back. You know what I mean? The, the one, the tractor that has a little. Yes, spring. yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was the two armed one on oh. the track. Okay. Um, but well, the track uh, is the hose. But, yeah. But I do like the impact one. Okay. We're talk about. That's uh, the. That can we do it again? Oh, you were doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know where. Okay. I know where Mark got his recommendation. Where? I know he hates to admit it. Oh no. But I'm reading. The tip from Neil Sperry this week says create a water basin around each new plant. Uh That will allow you to soak the plant soil by hand watering slowly and deeply with a garden hose since all of the plant's roots will be in in that original soil ball initially. Standard uh, landscape irrigation alone will not be sufficient. This is the single most important piece of advice I can give any gardener wow. with new plants in their landscape. Did you? I just I just don't like the ring. So, but 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 Trace says. So. Yeah, Trace mentioned it too. Yeah. 
And so you like the Whirly Bird sprinklers. They make them, I think they're plastic. Well, 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 yeah, the three-armed one. And then they also have a, one that spins really. Oh, okay. And they, like. they, don't, they don't have a huge uh they don't have your talent, yeah. But, yeah, but but as you were doing with your 15 minutes, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're right, run though. It and then, you know, and they, when when uh, uh, when Vanna turns the second to the last letter, then you go out. Uh huh. Exactly. And then you move it That's again. how it works. That's how it works. That's my reminder. Oh, got to go move it. Yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Goodbye, everyone. I go to Thank the, you, Mark. I go to the restroom. Every 15 minutes? Uh, yeah. So you know, okay, close. when you have to go, you have to go change the, uh, there you go. the sprinkler. I see. Okay. And sometimes I can't decide which to do. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Two, uh, uh, they're in the three yard. Hour, right? Oh, you man. Can, You're poor neighbors. You can urinate. On hey, what about plan. us that have to work with you? Uh, have to listen to this. I know. That's, that's true. That's we're gonna get that call from your neighbors. There's a man. I wonder if Neil needs any help with this show over there. I I think he's ruining our turf. You know, I don't think I've ever been invited to be on Neil. I wonder why. I don't know. What about uh, Bob Webster? Has he ever invited you? Years ago. Okay. (laughs) Years ago. One time. One. That's it. And I think what. Broke broke the deal was I corrected him. Oh no! Three or four times. See, okay. Anyway, two one zero three zero eight. Did you want to ask your question on the air? Oh, you want to? Okay, you're going to beat him up. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Still feeling pretty comfortable. Actually, it is still feeling pretty comfortable. Oh, I'll have to check the temperature. Uh, let's right? remind everybody that we we mentioned a few times that we've got. All the uh, uh, butterfly, you know, if you've been follow, yep. following the, uh, the the newspaper and in the uh, uh, news, uh, the but- Monarch Butterfly, one of the nonprofit corporations, the in- International Conservation Group, has uh, declared it has uh, threatened. Uh, it's not the same as uh, the U.S. government. Uh, this, uh, Declared it an endangered species. I yeah, guess. It's there, but there, that's it's just an international uh, nonprofit. But okay. still, I think we all uh, recognize and agree that it, it needs some attention, and we've been trying to do that. Uh, gardeners in San Antonio area, part of that is to uh, plant uh, uh, native uh, milkweed, or, or if you don't, can't get native milkweed or you have trouble growing it, uh, lots of wonderful tropical milkweed here. We just have to uh, manage it in certain ways. And then also we've got uh, uh, the uh, hoarder weed, if you want to really. It's still uh, on sale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and it's a, a beautiful plant to wear well. And I used to call it a weird plant. but uh, <laughs> Three for $21. Yeah, attractive. They really make a nice, if uh, somebody's looking for, if you got a little bit of space and full sun on your patio, you, you know, we've talked about in the past of fire, uh, fire bush. Another one is that, uh, that red uh, porterweed. Uh, unbelievable, the hummingbirds are there, always there. And then the, the, bee, the bees, we're talking about <laughs> bumblebees. Bumblebees here. I don't have these bumblebees, Jerry, but I've got the. So the, some bigger bumblebees that are really attracted to the porterweed too, huh. and plus the honeybees. 
and uh, oh, and the butterflies. Yeah. So uh, if you have never seen those those porter weeds, you need you need to see that. But there's all kinds of uh, wonderful plants that are in bloom now. We got uh, new gold lantana, and we got the lavender lantana. Salvias. Yeah, yeah. the salvia. Lantanas and salvias really, really get to be a prominent nectar sources in the fall. They're good all the time, but in the fall they really get dependent on. And then the other, uh, even even the ruellia, the dwarf ruellia, is uh, attracts a lot of of uh, uh, butterflies and uh, other ne- uh, nectar seeking. Pl- uh, uh, Caterp- oh, I'm sorry. Nectar-seeking uh, butterflies and hummingbirds and bees. Yeah, they uh, they've got the uh, the Esperanzas on sale, mm-hmm. uh, and they they've got them stationed right out in front of us. And uh, they've got Texas Superstar Gold Star Esperanza. Right. And they got uh, bells of fire. Yeah, my bells of fire is really doing well. Yeah, it's surprising. And surprising? Uh, I don't know. I, I thought kind of. I was kind of likening it to ones we've talked about that weren't gold star uh-huh. in the past, and it was like, well, yeah, it'll do good when it cools down, and so mine's blooming up a storm. It's taking my abuse, and it's doing well. And it's still blooming. It's doing great. Yeah. yeah uh, it's a pretty orange. But they, got- they, they shouldn't put. The, uh, that bells of fire next to gold star, even though that's its mother. They're well, they're actually fairly comparable. I mean, well, are you, you out of your mind? Look, look at the look at them. I am looking at. Look them. at the size of the bloom of the gold star. It's, it's there's a big bloom and it's yellow and there's a big orange bloom on the, uh, the no, bells of fire. no no. Yeah, what it's do you ha- The bloom is half the size. Really? Okay. Maybe let more than that. I don't know. Yeah. Now there is. Come look for you yourself. bother me, Milton, a lot. Come look for yourself. Remember yeah. when we had the Esperanzas over there next to the horsey? For for those and of you, you said, that don't, look, they're don't, blooming. Wanna, don't want to fight about the Esperanza, there's also the Duranto. Yeah. Over there too. That's another yeah. one. That's yeah, right. and uh, Trialis. Yeah, we, is it, yeah. I wonder if you sold a lot of the Trialis. Yeah. I don't see well, them. I didn't see any walking. I, see I saw some walking in, but uh, it's not that. Not that little one over there, is it? Maybe it is. <laughs> but uh, it, that thing blooms, full bloom all year long. Yeah. Well, it'll... For some people, for most people, Cal. It'll die, it, it'll die back from the freeze, and it also... Oh, yeah. It'll also... Uh, has been affected by, in, at least in my neighborhood, has been affected by this... Uh, this weather, it's not blooming like it has in huh. past years. Uh, but the Duranta is in that same. But the Duranta and the uh, Theralis fits in with your uh, firebush in Poinciana oh, and, yeah. and Esperanza. They're they're kind of the same. In a severe winter, they'll die. They'll die back, but they they grow and they're very attractive to uh, uh, pollinators. And that's really the best way to grow them. Cut them down. If they don't freeze back to the ground, uh, cut them to the ground. Well, and with the with the Duranta, I, I re- rarely brag on some, on, oh, I, on a berry berries that don't get eaten, but 
With the Duranta, they've got those really nice yellow berries. Yeah, they're pretty. Birds don't don't eat them until the end of the winter, right? Yeah, I don't. They call them something. Uh, the name uh, uh, refers to those berries, yellow berries. Oh, oh, yeah, Brazilian dewdrop, do yeah, dewdrop, something like dew. Uh, no, I don't know, but. Hey, uh, is that Theralis over by the horsey? Over by the horsey. <laughs> Jerry knows. Yes, that. yes. Okay, so we do have some. Yeah. And it is blooming. I, I knew I saw some when I was walking in. Where do, where's the horsey? I don't know. You can't see it probably because of the trees in your way. Yeah. It's not It's not in that wagon. Is that in, not in that wagon, is it? No. No. Oh, okay. But uh, I noticed, I watched la- last year, uh, there's one at the entry, mm. on the entryway, and I guess it rolled back because it's been it was cut back, and now it's three or four feet tall, or if not, not taller, full yeah. of blooms. You know, the one thing I've found, my Duranta uh, do not recover as quickly as the Esperanza do from the from yeah, that free, yeah. that freeze. It's harder to freeze them down, but once they're down, it takes, they, you know, like they're really not doing a lot of blooming yet. <laughs> Hopefully they will still this fall. They're, they're, they're more inclined to later blooming yeah. than the uh, Esperanza and the uh, firebush. Yep. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. I'm not confident now my little do thing is correct. Uh, the Well, remember we Jerry said it had something. There's something showers, too. Like, uh, yellow shower. I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> well, someone maybe one of our listeners. Someone will. will have to call us up. Yeah. Yes, oh, golden dewdrop. There you go. That's it. So I was, I was right. Okay. What is that? Golden dewdrop. Yeah. I've yeah. never heard that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I know there's a Brazilian something uh, name for it too, but but uh, Duranta and whatever whatever the names are, it's a a great plant for uh, attracting uh, wildlife pollinators. Very attractive. Yeah. Very pretty. I, I think the. Uh, the birds eventually eat the bears, don't they? I, I oh, they disappear. They, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like uh, well, of course the hollies disappear. The berries disappear pretty quickly. Right, they get eaten early, but uh, huh. the drantas later, and the uh, nandina is yeah, late, later like, too. Yeah, yeah, they they. Uh, I was trying to think. We, uh, they, they were always planted. Nandinas were always planted around uh, my mother's house in Tennessee. And of course, the neat thing about it is uh, they last through the winter. And when we get a snow, that's where all the pictures are taken. Oh yeah, the snow on red, those berries, red, red berries, berries. Yeah. Yeah. and, the, and yeah. the cardinals. Cardinals are still. Yeah, around you're up right. There. Lots of lots of Christmas cards. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, and you know we we talk about them not being invasive, 
and I think I've mentioned on the show before, I've never seen a seedling Nandina in Tennessee. Oh. Well, uh, and I, but and I, I see some in my yard there in San Antonio. Yeah, and I, I see a, a few in our na- na- neighborhood, but there's, you know, there's about uh, ten times as many planted, and I, it's not <laughs> not an overwhelming yeah, it's not a, situation. Uh, while you were talking about uh, Jimmy Durante a while ago, <laughs> That's right. A lot of people, the Inca Dinka Duda variety yeah, of Durantis. A lot of people don't know that uh, that plant was named after Jimmy. Durant. A lot of people don't uh. know. <laughs> a lot of experts have never heard that before. Uh, well, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Jimmy Duranto was named yeah. after the Duranto. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think he was older than the Durantis. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, y'all always accuse me of telling when people have passed. Yes. You know, it's, it kind Every of makes, story. makes all y'all sad. Yes. Another one of my volunteers. Oh, no. Has passed. Oh. His name is uh, Luke. We just call him Luke. Luke. Contino, yeah. And uh, his wife comes by here a lot of times, and she was one of, one of the first uh, volunteers. Luke and Liz, they call him. Yeah, they provide a lot of leadership in the uh, Master Garden. Oh, that's right, that's right. And they continue to yeah. provide. I think I think uh, I think they participated in both the Master Gardeners and the Gardening Volunteers. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, um, but uh, they were big time Master yeah. Gardeners, and they were big time helpers for me out at the greenhouse. The first uh, Luke, Luke uh, was born on November sixteenth. 1940, died July 24th, 2022, uh, at 81. Gosh, he looks, I saw his picture, yeah. he looks younger, he looks good. And he worked like a young man, too. Uh, but anyway, the first time I ever... Liz is a good worker, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the first time I met uh, Luke... I, the reason I don't say his name is because it's big time Italian. See what? Luke, 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 Antonio. Luke Antonio. There you go. <laughs> kind of like San Antonio, but with Luke in front of it. There you go. But anyway, uh, Jerry's first time I saw him, I met him. Uh, yeah. Oh, did that? Did, <laughs> I just bought that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can I get a refund on that plan? It obviously didn't want to go home with you. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Will you put it in a put it in a pot for him? Pot uh, it up for him. Focus on your thing because. Oh. oh and then, okay. And then we'll we'll <laughs> talk to. Uh, yeah. Because I don't right. want the people that are that are affected by this to go. Hey, stop. <laughs> anyway, uh, first time I met Luke. His wife drug him along. That happened a lot in my group, where the wives would come out to work, but uh, after a little while, they would bring their husband, which I needed the extra volunteer. But uh, first time I met Luke was in a field, a field out at Versa Farms, 1604 and uh, 35 South. And we were working with the petunias, those... Uh, Petunias that we we'd planted them uh, the summer before, 
and picked out three uh, that uh, out of a whole bunch that went through the heat and the and the cold. And that's that that was why we uh, picked those three to propagate. And I named it. Uh, I thought it would be cute to call it Junior Petunia. Nobody liked that. Nobody liked her? But that didn't dissuade me. No, that never does. Uh, <laughs> so, so there were three juniors? <laughs> three juniors? Well, so there yeah. was three varieties. Oh, yeah. Junior A, Junior B. We put them all into one. Okay. The Junior Petunia. And uh, the way I met Luke, we were out there gathering the seed, first seed increase on that particular Petunia. And the neat thing about petunias is, uh, if you miss getting the seed from the petunias, saving the seed, the seed sticks to the sticky leaf. So it, uh, you can spill the seed, but if you save the, if you harvest the plant, yeah, that's and dry it out, the seed will fall out on the ground or on the plastic at this time. So we were. It's about a quarter of an acre of these plants, and so we what we would do is spread out a big sheet of plastic and uh, pull up the plants, throw them on top of the plastic, and kind of make a tortilla. Uh, roll them up in that plastic like a tortilla. Yeah, like a burrito. Like yeah, kind of a, a burrito, whatever. All right. Uh, but and then and we did the whole and so when we got to the greenhouse where we dried them out, we just unrolled the the burrito. whatever. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> unrolled the burrito. Well, this was probably the first time we'd done this, and I had about fifteen volunteers out there, and so we rolled up all the plants in that quarter of an acre in one big oh, wow. row. Okay. Well, the problem with blue bonnets, it's kind of easy to do because the foliage is kind of gone by the time you harvest the seed. But these petunias, green as a gourd, and by the time we got a quarter of an acre of plants rolled up in that plastic. Hmm. Heavy. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. And my volunteers weren't... Uh, the strongest lot that you'd ever see. But uh, we got it to the back of the truck we were going to put it into. And all of us together couldn't lift it. Couldn't lift that plant. Hmm. And wow. so I said, of course, first of I knew they had a front-end loader. But, hell, I don't know how to drive it. And Dr. Stein won there to drive it. Now, is Luke still part of the story? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And uh, so I just, Luke didn't say much at first. <laughs> but I, I said, does anybody here know how to drive a forklift? And Luke says, I can drive a forklift. The only one in all my volunteers could drive a forklift. So sure enough, he went over and got the forklift, brought it back, loaded the plant. <laughs> And those those plants that he harvested, and that I called Junior Petunia, eventually became Laura Bush Petunia. Oh wow! I knew that was going somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So, uh, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, Luke. Uh, 
He was fun to work with. All right, we need to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Well, you heard us talk about the tree hugger sprinklers. You need to know you can find those here at Mill Burgers and other fine garden centers. In fact, they're also at HEB. But we encourage you to come here uh, rather than order them online by going because it's actually uh, beneficial to you cost-wise uh, to get them. Uh, here and uh, uh, won't uh, Trace sign everyone you buy. Yes, he'll autograph your tree hugger Autograph the tree. If I, if I need to, I will. Yes, he will. I thought that was pretty safe <laughs> to say. I'll find a Sharpie. But what it does is it's got it's a plastic sprinkler, got a hinge on it, so it wraps, opens up. There are three sizes, seven, uh, is it five, seven, and uh, it's five, 11, and 15-inch yeah. uh, sprinklers. And uh, you then close it, or it hugs the tree, and you turn it on just a little bit. Jerry was talking about that, to get yeah. a little bit of water or more to make the water. So you can water the root ball, or you can water the uh, the drip line uh, efficiently with that tree hugger sprinkler. Uh, go to uh, treehuggersprinklers.com to learn more about it. But uh, And I'll tell you more about how my experiment. I'm using it to water my yard. Oh, you, you were here for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you more about the how it works and next time we meet on. It's uh, consistent, consistent with our article, too, yeah. about uh, efficient watering yeah, and how we, to make choices. I bet we could get him on the show. Oh, the uh, the guy? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, but, okay. I bet he'd be... Ecstatic. I'll call up him. I'll call. I'll call up him. I'll call him up. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. But uh, it's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best uh, New Product. You know. Very smart man. <laughs> yes, very smart man. <laughs> the uh, I went in yesterday, uh, last week, weekend, uh-huh. to get the prices of everything, and I didn't realize how many uh, slow watering devices that uh, Trace has out there. In there, and uh, there's a uh, there's several that are made out of uh, that uh, recycled uh, rubber. Oh, okay. You know they're black. Yep. And uh, and then of course they've got the soaker hoses in there. They'll soak. They've got hose. a nylon version. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It flattens out when you're when you're not. You, oh, okay. Is that the one that that's, kind of, that's the one you won't run over with a lawnmower if you uh, yeah it flattens out. Oh, well, you might. Still Milton runs over it, yeah. regardless. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know what they're talking about. The, the reason I like this tree hugger above all of them is it's plastic. It's made that's out of hard pla- plastic. Hard plastic. Uh, the problem we've had with those black rubber th- leaky hoses or whatever they call it is our calcium calcium water clogs them up after a year or two. But this this tree hugger should never stop up. No, well, if it does, you can take a pin and poke it. In yeah, the there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go, and just kind of clear out the calcium. All right, well, you can find them right here at Mel Burgers. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Well, Trace, what do you want to – I was talking about the Bells of Fire, that mine are doing real well. You've got those, and uh, we've, of course, got the uh, the Gold Star. And uh, 
Cassandra's are still on space. Yeah, the Crossandra Cassandra is uh, doing real. Oh, let's see. How's it doing? It's doing oh. pretty good. Yeah, it is, actually is doing pretty well. It's Another 50 coming this week. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, that's been really popular. I've seen a lot of people. How about the Zinnias? What do we got for Zinnias? Uh, we have some six-pack Dreamlands and four-inch with the Little Blooms. Some of them double. I don't know if y'all saw the doubles uh-huh. came in. Mm-mm. So we got we got the uh, uh, six six packs in the Dreamland. The super sixes in, in Dreamland. Gosh, so get, uh, if you want to, if your uh, zinnias have, are kind of at the end of their bloom, they were planted earlier in the spring. Uh, still time to get uh, new transplants in, and and you'll have. Let's see, what do we have, Jerry? Got August, September, October. Gosh, maybe November, but at least three months of blooms. Yeah, uh, you, uh, like I said, Versa Farm used to have uh, several acres of them out there. Yeah, and uh, they sold cut flowers, and yeah. did pretty good with it. Too. Yeah, same day and four, still four months if the if uh, November weather cooperates, and uh, that's that's one of the. Uh, we didn't. We haven't mentioned it when we. But it's it's one of the all-star nectar plants too. For no. if you're into butterflies, and when the uh, our monarchs come, uh, they'll find the, they'll find those monarchs. Uh, they'll find those zinnias for sure. Yeah, so did he say we haven't mentioned it? Is that what he what, said? What zinnias? Yeah. Yeah. Not today. Uh, not in the last five minutes. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, and uh, still. You got to have a plant to love, don't you? He loves his zinnias. Uh, looks like caladiums, a lot of caladiums have found uh, a home. Yeah, not not as many, many as once before, which is good. How the plumeria doing? Uh, they they never sell super fast. It takes that right person. Okay. And then that right person sees those odd colors. Oh, the blooms on them. Well, they're, they're um, all the blooming ones are gone. Oh, okay. But they're tagged on the pot what colors are going to be. So normally when you buy plumeria, it's a guess. <laughs> oh. And, and that guess is normally white with a yellow throat because that's the easiest one that, that comes out. Well, I don't know about easiest, but the, the the most commonly one that comes out of Mexico for rerooting. So uh, it's kind of nice to, and refreshing to see other colors. Oh, Calvin's pointing at more zinnias. Oh, there was no, there was a hummingbird and a and there's a the little lesser goldfinch up there in the in the crepe myrtle tree, and they <laughs> they were having a little uh, disagreement. Oh, I just noticed that they cut that crepe myrtle back. Yeah, they cut it back pretty good. Big time. Yeah, big time. Uh, they are blooming around town again. Um, the ones I was was bragging about in my neighborhood are stopped blooming, and now they're blooming again. We have a great selection on the big ones. Oh, good. Okay. Um, How big is big? Uh, the, the big ones start at six to eight feet. And then, oh, okay. And then go up. And we do have a an in-store special on the 200-gallon ones. Ooh. So that's big, Milton. Yes, that is big. <laughs> so they're regular $2,500 installed, but if we want to do a cash and carry... We dropped it to fifteen. Wow, hundred. No, I understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you clarified, but I didn't figure that was going to so, get one just right now. There's, in, in, there's an instant nat- landscape feature right there, there. Some of those natchez are better twenty-five feet already. Wow. So it's a, definitely an instant gratification, Great Myrtle. But y'all plant them, right? We can, but not at the fifteen hundred. Yeah, you get the savings if you just cash and carry. Cash and carry. You gotta just put in Calvin's Volkswagen. (laughs) (laughs) Just tie it to the roof. (laughs) You gotta figure and then let them plant it. 
Okay. Well, if you don't want to do it, no. we'll, be, we'll be happy to. Yeah, I know. Uh, they ha- they have an extra supply of dynamite over here, Milton, to dig the hole with. Could you just keep it in the container? Uh, eventually, you would never be able to keep enough water to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Especially those natchez. There's somebody listening who's here is a perked up though. <laughs> just make sure, just make sure that when you water, that you stick your finger down to knuckle deep in there uh-huh. to two, see, two see if the root ball is 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 yeah. moist or not. You've touched a nerve with that thing. It doesn't take much. Those nerves are all over the place. That's right. <laughs> kind of exposed. Well, what else is going on, Trace? We've got the hibiscus. I see those. Any veggies coming in? Coming? Or uh, we got okra. Tomatoes. Okra. Okra. I mean, we got uh, some squash and cucumber and beans. There you go. And a few peppers. And a handful of tomatoes. Okay. Now, my understanding from the growing operation is next week, so I'll know about it on Monday because I don't seem to get my faxes on time. Uh, the selection of four and a half inch tomatoes should be much better than what it has been. Now, if you are nervous about uh, waiting for that, uh, there's re- there's red deuce and uh, tycoon in the uh, one gallon containers that are here that look real good, and then uh, our, our one of our favorites, the red snapper, in the four and a half inch, the redfish. Yeah, which is a former <laughs> former rodeo, rodeo pedal, yeah. It's a good one. I, I like it. Yeah, it did well. It's it got a lot of good reports on it. Uh, also still got my much overlooked plant bulbine. Still oh, yeah. on, still on sale. 3 for $21. Now, they've been sitting out here in front of us. I don't see them now. They're over there. Yeah, they're behind you. But have they ever been out of bloom? No. They never have been out of in the shade or in the sun. Uh, I don't know about the deer eating them, but uh, that's 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 a good plant, especially for uh, rocky areas. The kind of weather we've been having. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calvin does a good job with that. <laughs> He'd probably be used to it by now. Yeah. He's the first person they go to. <laughs> I wonder why that is. I don't know. I would think you'd know or <laughs> you or I might know better. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, oh, uh, I, I was panning around the TV, and I came across one of the little girls on uh, Lady Ar- Anchors on uh, Channel 12 just this morning. And she was talking about, they were doing a story on butterflies. And um, guess guess which one they were showing more video of? Well, they talk about monarchs and showing queens? Yeah, no. They talk about monarchs and show the tropical butterfly wave. Oh, yeah, that's always e- easier. Oh, yeah, that bloom, it blooms all year long. And well, and then it is the only one that really, it even got damaged from that February colds, but the natives, every, you know, our gardeners all through the city here had planted a lot of the natives. Mm-hmm. And you, Trace and I were had planted some at my place and we're watching them, but, man, they got they got knocked out. 
Um, but I imagine they dropped a lot of seed, did they? Because um, they're, they're wild. I mean, they're... I'm hoping. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen the recovery yet. But... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, the the little girl, the lady that was it being. He's going to get a thank you letter when this is all said. <laughs> yeah. for calling her young. She she uh, quickly jumped in there and said, "We're showing pictures of the tropical butterfly weed, mainly because it's pretty. Uh, but one has to be careful when planting it because it'll." attract a uh, monarch and keep them here so they freeze to death. Is that what she said? Yes. Huh. She must be. <laughs> and she she didn't mention the microbes. I, was, oh, you I should, started to call in. You should write an email. Yeah. But, uh, and she didn't go into taking the blooms off and the leaves off and in, uh, what is it, November? Uh, September 1, just cut it Oh, cut September it down. 1, of course, cut it down. Just cut it down at the... Uh, <laughs> at the, at the Ain't nobody going to do that. <laughs> I know it. That's, that's probably going to be I'm when just, it's I'm prettiest. Just, I'm just helping Calvin with Fred the word. But anyway, that was funny. The photographer, all he would shoot was a well, tropical I t- butterfly. I told you that the, the editorial in the newspaper... Uh, I don't know what it may have been uh, Thursday uh, was support the monarchs. The monarchs are threatened. Yeah, and I would. I just I, it was kind of coincidental because I was working. I just finished the <laughs> article about the monarchs. Yeah. Milton, there, did you go out with a loaded windshield? Oh no, is that? I, oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Oh, you didn't get it. Never mind. Oh, okay. Wind windshield. <laughs> Butterfly. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Somebody got it. Okay, yeah, Al got it. <laughs> Somebody was complaining on Reddit that they don't see as many bugs on their bumper as they once did. Well, uh, they were complaining about that? Yeah, they were complaining in that they they were, they favor tra- having bugs on their bumper. They were translating it into there were fewer bugs out in the community this year for sure. Yeah, it's because the heat. You think? Heat oh yeah. Drought, yeah. Oh, okay. But. Uh, I hear yeah. the cicadas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's going to be a hay shortage this year, guys. There is? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, well, of, course, of course, the grain grain shortage. And you got... Uh, but hay means there's going to be other shortages, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Fun. We're going <laughs> to have to come up with some kind of different way to do a maze. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, got an, I've got some ideas. Okay. <laughs> They're oh. usually pretty good at that. Could there... Be something that was stacked like hay, but wasn't hay. And, and no. we could do it like you could do a Christmas trees, a Christmas tree maze. It's a little too were. early for that. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh my <laughs> goodness, it's coming up, isn't it? Yep. Okay. And you added uh, blue plumbago this week. We did. Uh, for let's see. Oh yeah. Seven eighty-eight three for twenty-one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same thing as bull buying. We try to make it easier for you to remember these prices. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. And the math. <laughs> yes, even numbers. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm so, thinking as many uh, as blue plumbago as I see around town, mm-hmm. that that's probably the plant of the city. In other words, there's so many being planted now 
Well, and it's been planted for 50 years. Yeah. And this uh, blue plumbago? Well, maybe not that specific blue. Yeah. It used to be that, that lighter. Yeah, lighter color. The plumbago general has been a common landscape shrub for 50 years. Yeah. Well, it's sure <laughs> taken over now. Yeah, ours looks you good. You think there's more? And the cat likes it. Uh, new, there's a lot of new gold lantana out there, too. In the oh, lands. yeah. That purple lantana looks pretty that you've got. Yeah. And that's uh, attracting butterflies. And is that one that does well in the fall and the winter, too? The purple tends to a normal winter uh, improve as it gets cooler. So yeah. the foliage gets nicer, blooms more often. Yeah. So it's, it's a fall, winter, and spring bloomer, more so than, than new gold, which is more of a spring, summer, and fall bloomer. That's and it'll, it'll cascade? Yeah, yeah, it's a treasure. Yeah. Okay, but as compared to some of the other... I think, it's, I think it stays shorter than any of the others. Yeah, it's not, I've seen them not as aggressive. In Monta Vista, they have these homes that have uh, it planted up. It's hard to describe it. There's a wall. Rock retaining yeah. wall. Yeah, and then, then you go up into the house, so you walk upstairs to the house, and they've got the the purple lantana, and it's all trailing down to yeah. the sidewalk. And it's probably about five or six feet up, So it's but it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. Look at look at it. Just wait till the fall and winter. All right. Look at it. It's not going to be gorgeous, or no, it's going to be even gonna prettier. Be gorgeous. It's going to be prettier. Okay, prettier. Okay, we are going to take a quick break. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Melberger's gardening, South Texas, coming up live from Melberger's landscaping and nursery, sixteen zero four, and Bolverde Road. Come by and say hello, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you in a moment after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Said I want to see you again. But I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you then? Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. A lot of butterfly action. Yeah, it is. Today. We were just in the room during the break. What is and that? And hummingbirds, too. Yeah. Yep, a lot of nature here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, but it's clear the butterflies like the lantana. Yeah, uh, especially this time of the year. Yeah. They are all over it. So 210 oh, those are pretty bougainvillea. 210-308-8867. We were noticing, and maybe you've seen them too on the bougainvillea, we're seeing a lot. Uh, it's weird. It's like it's got the, the arrow head. Uh, I don't know if it's trimmed that way or what. It's uh, I'll have to take a picture of it if I'm not describing it. So it'll be green, and then there's like two, three feet of just this pointy purple uh, on each one of the stalks that goes up from the bougainvillea. So like the ones we sell are full. They're full of things. These have a lot of greenery and then these kind of cones, huh. if you will. That doesn't sound familiar? No. I mean, I mean there, may be, there may be a technique that they... Uh, that's how they pr- some so. producers pr- uh, prune them nowadays, but I, I'm not familiar with it. I'll have to take a picture of it. You, you've seen it around, I bet. I'm just not describing it well. Uh, if you can describe it better to Calvin, call him at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Have you seen the bougainvillea around town with the cones on it? Like the... The cone, big purple cones on the top of them? Yeah. Okay, good. In okay. fact, we... <laughs> Uh, they're spectacular. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Are they? Are you? 
he, he's talking about a specific pruning technique. Is it no. pruning or is it it's, it's, it's a, a variety? variety. Okay. Uh, first time I saw one was at the entrance to the botanical garden. Okay. Down there. To the, the, that person to the left. And I about ran off, ran off the road. I saw it. It was <laughs> spectacular. And uh, then I found, I found some. Uh, I think I think the Fanix identified it for me. Oh wow! And we propagated it at the greenhouse. Uh, our 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 uh, volunteer group propagated it at the greenhouse. And uh, it, it it was it's kind of hard to propagate. But a stupid thing wants to bloom all the time. Oh, that's a shame. I know. But uh, we propagated it and had quite a few of them, and so I had them for sale. I forget they were a, once a certain seed company put that point, uh, put that uh, bougainvillea out a long time ago. I'll take some pictures for Calvin. I was going to see if I could find it on Google, but I can't find... How to you identify. got one growing in your neighborhood? Yeah, a couple of them, and they're all peeking over the fence. They're all tall enough to peek over the fence, so only the blooming cone, if you will, is, yeah. is, is peeking over the fence. That's neat. What color are they? Uh, they're that that same purplish red, yeah. that fuchsia, I guess. Purple, hole. good. The ones I, ones we propagated was purple. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you all a picture. The uh, I got a question in. From the town, Mid L O T H I A N, Texas. Okay. Seven six zero six five. I'll look it up. I, I wrote them back and said, "Where in the hell is that mm-hmm. town? I've never heard of that town. Unless, seven, it, unless it's up around Midland, Odessa." Seven x seven o seven six zero six five. Yeah. It's not San Antonio. No. <laughs> Let's see what it says. Oh, Midlothian or what? Mid- Midlothian, Texas. Yeah, where is that? <laughs> oh, it doesn't give a map or tell you? Yeah, it will. I just have to get there. Okay. They write. Uh, the, the, the emails. Uh, well, okay. And the subject he wrote as not grandy hibiscus. I don't get that that deal. It says wow. the question is: We have a more grandy hibiscus that we purchased about ten years ago. During the summer, it grows up to five feet tall. I've seen it ten feet tall. It says it's near Waxahachie. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, of north, uh, and it, it grows five feet tall and six feet wide, so it's 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 a big plant. We are now having trouble locating any more of these beautiful plants due to the freeze two years ago. Now that uh, the freeze two years ago should have. 
just taking them to the ground. The ground didn't freeze two years ago. And they were one of the and species they, that they always, did well. They always go to the ground, whether it freezes or not. So you cut them back to the ground in the, whenever you want to, as a matter of fact. But uh, he, he thinks it, it killed it two years ago. Is there any way to propagate these plants from an adult plant? That's all I have in my yard is adult plants. No kids in there <laughs> or youngsters at all. No. I'm sorry. Uh, I have always thought they were hybrid, but I thought I read the, read about seeds from the plant. From the plant. Any advice uh, would be appreciated. Thanks, and have a great week. Larry. That's Larry. Hi, Larry, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, what you can do, I wrote, wrote him back, of course. Uh, it said, uh, the, uh, <laughs> I wrote him back, it said. Uh, Larry. Yeah, Larry. Does not, uh, that more grande does not come back true from seed. Now, the seed will germinate. Uh, the millions of seed that it produces <laughs> will germinate, but they all, the flower is the ugliest thing you ever looked at. Hmm. It's not like more grande. If you plant and grow the seed, the seedlings are inferior. See, I cleaned that up, Melvin. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we periodically have some plants at Millburger, but call, and I gave the number, 210-497-3760. You got it right. Did I get it? You got it. Uh, or email at uh, nursery at com. Our telephone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I want to get, to get this guy help for you. Yeah. And have your gardening question, let's see. Or you can telephone us at the uh, the two two numbers that Milton seldom gives out. 210-308-8867. How does he remember that? He so seldom does it. <laughs> and have your gardening questions answered during show hours only. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. 12 till 2 on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., the answer. Nice job. I I covered that guy. You did. Uh, You can also propagate. You can, oh, best for you you to propagate it is, uh, yeah. Do a root division on the old plant. Now I know people are scared to dig up the old plant, but when you yeah, dig it up after it goes dormant, uh, probably start in November and be completely dead top. Uh, the roots will still be alive, but uh, from from uh, the old plant, that's called a root division. Uh, let's see. The uh, hibiscus root system can be divided to form additional plants. It is best done in the fall or winter, which I talked about. 
dig the plants and make the divisions, making sure that each division has as many fleshy roots attached to the crown-like structure to, to which the ro fleshy roots are attached as possible. All right. Sure, you want that color that looks so much like the university. Uh, that's, not, that's not funny. Hey, we need to uh, call it a day, but we're back tomorrow at the nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Uh, and I uh, want to thank Al for doing a great job, and uh, thank, you, thank you for listening to the show. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.